I'm Mike Mitchell, Executive Director of No One Left Behind. The people that created it were a veteran and an interpreter. They both came together. The, in, the interpreter was trapped in Afghanistan, and thanks to the, to the founder and the people that followed, they came together and they founded No One Left Behind because they felt like it was wrong that Afghans and Iraqis were being left behind, and they made a decision to come together and make a difference. So why was it important to you to get involved in this? You know, that's interesting you ask that. I actually grew up in Afghanistan um, and was born uh, in the region and spent the first seven years of my life there. And there are two reasons why I came to the organization. Number one, that family history is certainly within me and a connection to the Afghan people. But secondly, because America needs to hold true to its ideals. And going back to the Revolutionary War, there were others, other nationals that fought with us and for us and for our ideals. It's important that in Afghanistan that we keep our promise to the people who sat, who didn't just sit behind us, but who stood behind us and saved American lives. And we owe them our gratitude and our promise. And that promise is real today. My name is Ahmad Shafi Hadi, and I am uh, uh, one of the ambassadors for the organization No Only Behind, uh, operating in Virginia, Maryland, this area. Uh, I was uh, an interpreter with the United States Armed Forces in Afghanistan uh, and I got hired in 2003. Uh, I served as a linguist uh, primarily for the embedded training teams who they were uh, helping and supporting the Afghan National Army and police to be trained and equipped. Um, and I did that job for over uh, 10 years and I uh, came to the United States in 2009. And Stayed in, in here for uh, a couple of months and then I was name requested to go back and serve as a linguist by Marine Corps uh, in Afghanistan and I deployed back uh, in April of 2010 and I uh, served again for another two and a half years uh, and I came back home in 2012. What are some of the challenges of being an interpreter? Well, um, as always, uh, interpreters were and they are eyes and ears of uh, our military forces. Uh, so one of our commanders uh, was a, a Marine Colonel. He always said that uh, you need to stay behind me. If I lose you, that means I cannot listen, I cannot hear, I cannot see nothing. So the main uh, target for the Taliban and the, uh, the enemy were to uh, target mainly three people. Uh, the medic of the team, uh, the commander, and of course the interpreter. Uh, if one of these three were down, of course the team was down. So, uh, and that shows that how highly and important the job is for the linguists to be part of the team. Right now, there are thousands of Afghans that worked with U.S. troops and contractors that are still there. In fact, the number is around 80,000. Those folks are facing the Taliban who is searching them, hunting them, and sending many into hiding. Aside from that, there is starvation and a famine going on. So all of these things compel us to do something about the people that are still there. You know, when you look behind me, you can see the Vietnam War Memorial. And in 1975, the United States made a commitment to the Vietnamese. And that commitment led to Vietnamese coming to the United States and becoming Americans. They're Olympic athletes, they are entrepreneurs, they are members of Congress, and they are even in our military. 
And now we owe the same thing to the Afghans who served with us, who are still there, and whom we at No One Left Behind are trying to bring back to the United States. We are working with the Department of State, and we are working with donors around the United States. And those donors are giving money, and it's helping us support Afghans in getting visas and getting um, a, a processing to the United States. Um, and it's also helping us pay for travel. Once they come to the United States with the help of the Department of State, what we do is we help provide assistance for those during their pathway to integration into the United States as well. How did you get involved with No One Left Behind? Um, during the evacuation process in 2021, uh, uh, one of uh, my boss was a Marine Colonel. He, he was uh, the director, one of the directors of No One Left Behind. He reached out to me uh, uh, to help uh, hire some uh, Afghans who they, are, who they live in uh, Maryland, D.C., Virginia area to help process some of those evacuees who they came into the United States. Uh, so I was able to uh, help um, hire over 150 uh, Afghans who they were uh, part of the process to uh, do the processing for those evacuees that they came into the United States to uh, process their cases. And then later on, uh, after I found out the goal of No One Left Behind and uh, uh, figured out that they were an amazing job, and I asked to, uh, to be part of this great team, and that's how I entered into No One Left Behind group. Well, helping people always feels great. And uh, there's a quote that we say that if you, uh, if you want to have anything in life, try to help others to get what they want and you'll get what you want. So it's the same process and I think uh, the No One Behind uh, organization overall are uh, helping daily, weekly, non-stop, uh, you know, those uh, immigrants who they are here. And if they're not, even the people who they are not uh, reach out to the United States yet, we are working very hard to get those people uh, as many support as possible or as much support as possible uh, to get them to uh, either evacuate or resettle in the United States. Each individual story is a compelling narrative which moves me uh, to get up every morning earlier than the morning before to do this work. And it means also that I can work harder to work with the colleagues and the volunteers and the donors to make sure that it isn't just one story, but many stories every day um, that enable me to do this work on a day-to-day -day basis. Just last week, I had the opportunity to speak to one interpreter he had been in hiding for about 12 months. He didn't make it out of uh, Karzai Airport during the evacuation in August of 21. And with the help of No One Left Behind and with the help of his interpreter, with, with the help of his major, who was his uh, commander in Afghanistan, um, we were able to get him out. And he landed in the United States in January uh, in safety. There are other stories as well that are equally compelling. Um, and that we are eager to get the word out and share uh, with not just some Americans watching this, but all Americans who are the neighbors of those watching. You know, I'm always thinking about those uh, 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 SIVs who they came to the United States because uh, it's really hard to come in into a new culture, uh, into a new country, and you leave behind whatever you already been trained and, and coached and, and lived actually, and you come in totally in a new society. Uh, that takes a lot, and um, I've been in contact with so many of them, um, uh, try to uh, mentor them, uh, try to uh, lead them the path for winning uh, in the United States, what area they can 
do better to win and establish a better life or American, uh, you know, American dream life that we say. Uh, which, and I explained my own story that how I've how I have established my life and how my brother established his life in here, and that's the you know the way that we encourage them to move on uh, to be a better citizen. So you've been here a little bit now. How is living the uh, American life? Um, well, great. Um, you know, it cannot be better than this. Uh, you know, uh, every morning you get up, you dress up, you go to work, uh, you feel no threat. And that's uh, the biggest affluence of God that you can have. That you don't feel that you know somebody will come in and shoot you, or somebody will come in and hide, kidnap you, or kidnap your family. Although I do have family members who they are in Afghanistan still, I'm worrying about them a lot. But personally, here, my kids, my, myself, my wife, my brother's family, uh, our kids going to school, and uh, now my son, who's 15, and he's dreaming to be a an engineer, and, and I will do whatever I can to be an engineer. So. Uh, I studied law in Afghanistan, but unfortunately, I couldn't, you know, complete the entire, uh, uh, you know, my class and my career. Uh, but I definitely want to uh, want my son to achieve his goal, and that's called American Dream, and we're achieving it. What are your goals for No One Left Behind in the next uh, few years? Yeah. So in the coming years, our goal is to evacuate at least a thousand uh, Afghans a year. Uh, from Afghanistan. We certainly hope to do more than that number. So that's the first goal. The second goal is to help those who are already here in the U.S. Um, and that means helping several thousand that are in the U.S. every year. So we're looking at about two to five thousand. And then on Capitol Hill, our goal is to work with members of Congress, both Republicans and Democrats. We're a nonpartisan organization and pass legislation to make the SIV program, the Special Immigrant Visa program, permanent. And that is the ultimate goal. Once that happens, the State Department will have the resources to support organizations like ours and to support the pathway of those thousands of Afghans that are left behind to come here. So between evacuation, resettlement, and the actual advocacy that we do on the Hill, that's the change we're planning to make in the coming three years. I think for many Americans, Afghanistan is in the rearview mirror. You have Ukraine, you have other issues, domestic issues, but this is actually a national security issue. And the reason it's a national security issue is because future allies, the people who are going to be helping us in conflicts, are going to need to trust the credibility of our nation. And this is part of holding up that credibility um, as Americans that our promise means something. So what I would say to all of those who are watching is that this national security issue cannot be thought of as something in the past, it is something about the future. And that's why keeping our promise to Afghans and keeping our promise to all SIVs is vital, vital for the United States of America.